Okay, so we're starting the new parak, Dachem Zayin. Um, it's a continuation of the Aveda, as much of Yuma is. So we were, where we were up to <clears throat> in the Aveda, in the last Mishnah, was we discussed that he took the Gacholim. Went, so he, he went to the top of the Mizbech, he took Gacholim, okay, and then he left it on the Revid Revi. Okay, and then we discussed what that Machta was like. So now, um, So they took out a kaf and a machta. They took out a spoon from the lishka sakelim and a machta. Okay? And this machta, the Gemara will discuss, but this machta is not the same machta that he put down on the fourth tile uh, outside of Mizbeach. This machta is a machta full of kateras that came from Besaptinas. Chafan malay chafnav. So he takes a full handful. So... Uh, creates his hands, puts them together, and he has an entire scoop. We're going to go through some of the ways to do this, uh, some shilas at the end uh, of, the, of the daf today as far as what the proper procedure is for chafina. So this is an initial chafina. So you take the scoop, and then you put that in v'nasalotecha kaf. You put that into the spoon. And then we'll discuss why, you, why we need this step. There's no specific measurement. It is the size of the hands of the Kayin Gadol. So he, whatever his, uh, his kaf, his, um, <clears throat> whatever he can hold in the palms of his hands, okay, that he would, so he'd scoop into the machta, fill up his hands, take that and put it into the kaf, put it into the spoon. So you right, take that from the, the, the machta of Kateris, full handfuls, put that into the spoon. And then, and then he would take the machta in his right hand and the kaf in his left hand. Now, obviously, that's talking about the machta of gacheles, right? So the initial machta the Mishnah is talking about, that's the machta, new machta full of keteris and besatinas. The kaf comes from the lishkas hakelem, okay? And then now he, he takes the scoop, right? He scoops from the machta that had the kateris in it. So now he's got kateris, puts that in the spoon, and then he goes and gets the machta of gachelas that's on the fourth tile outside the Mizbeach. So now he's got his, right, kateris, and he's got his uh, fire. Okay? Now he's ready to go. So, zakta gemara. Machta. Okay, so we want to know, right, it says, well, the Bach changes this to hatanalei, we already, we already discussed the machta. So what's going on over here? So he says, no, ha sam machta the gecholim. The machta previously that we discussed, like I explained, was the machta of the gecholim. The hacha machta de gateris. This is a new machta of gateris. Okay, the machta of gecholim is, is ultimately what will go inside with him. The machta of gateris is just the hechatim to get to gateris um, from the base of Tinas and to do chafina. We learned in a price, so he got an empty spoon from Lishkas Hakelim, right? There's nothing in it because he was going to do the Chafina from the Chafina, right? The, the handful of the Kteris that he was going to scoop from the Machta, he would put into the Kaf, into the spoon. Okay, so the Brisa explains what this other Machta is. This other Machta is a Machta of Kteris um, for him to do the what's called chafina. So chafan malay chafnab, you take, right, he scoops out, and he, then whatever his hand, whatever his uh, two hands hold together, he's going to put into this kaf, into the spoon, the empty spoon that he took from the lishka sakilam. Hagadol fi godloi, 
Okay, and that was its measurement. Right, that's the way the Mishnah explains it. So now, the Gemara says, "Kaf lamali." What do I need this kaf for? Meloi Right, all it says is yes. We talk about an avodah of keteris, and what do we say? Take meloi chafnav behavi yami beis We don't discuss a kaf. There's no spoon, no intermediate over here. Mishum, so the Gemara answers, no, we have no other choice. Mishum delay afshar. There's no other way to do it. Dehechi navad. Okay, what are your options? Nayel. Okay, so let's think, right? So I have to, the claim in an ideal world, okay, would scoop the Gataris and, um, and, and, and bring it in. Okay, now the problem is he needs the Gachal. Right, so how am I, if my hands are full of Gataris, how am I going to get my, my, my mafta of Gachalim, of burning coals, to go offer the Kateris inside. So I need to bring both of them in. Okay, so let's discuss options. Hechi Nabe. Nayel, Bahadur Nayel. Okay, so why don't you first go ahead, bring in the Machta Gechalim, and then do your Chafina and bring in the Chafina and put it on top. That would sound like, um, that would sound like a, a, you know, a way to do it. So the, right, so Nayel, Bahadur Nayel. Bring in the burning Gechalim and then bring in the Kateris. Sorry, you can't do that. Hava Acha Samarachmana. You can only have one Hava. For Kateris. You can only come in once. You gotta make it all in one trip. So what about putting the Kateris, right? So doing the scoop. And then right? So somehow putting, right, having so my hands are full of Kateris, and then I guess maybe another Kayin would go ahead and put the Machta of Gachelis on top of the Kateris in my hand. And then I walk in, so this way I don't need a kaf. I walk in with the Kateris in my hand with a Machta on top of my hand. Okay, or maybe, well, it's thin metal, I would say. I don't know, I have to figure out a way where he doesn't get burned on it. Okay, Vileil. So the Gemara says, okay, so let's say however I get it on my hands and, I, and I'm able to, to do this. So I walk in, I'm, right? Kangalda walks in, and now he's got the Machta on top of the chafina on top of his full his full hands. So kimati asam hechi navet. So hechi lavet. What's he, what's he going to do? Nashkali b'shine. So then, how am I going to get it off? I'm going to use my teeth. Take my teeth on a on a. Well, it had a yad, right? So okay, so the yad. Use my teeth, uh, bite it, right, and then move it down. On the burning hot coal. Well, 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 no, we're talking about the the machta. The burning hot coals were on a machta. They were on some sort of fire pan. <coughs> so put the fire pan on top of my hands. Right, so now it's on there. Somebody stacked it on. Okay, good. Now I walk in. Now, in order for me, I got right. What's how do I offer the kateris? I've got to put the fire, the machta with the with the coals down. Okay, and then put the kateris on top of it. So now my machta is on top of my hands. I've got to reverse the order in order to bring it. I got to get the machta down on the floor, put that in front of the arayin, and then put the kateris on top of it. So nachta bishines. Maybe I'll take it with my teeth. Benachte la machta. Okay, and I'll, and I'll put down the machta. So the Gemara says, that's not proper. You wouldn't do such a thing before a melech. Start with your teeth maneuvering kalim. So too, Okay, therefore you have no other way to do it. So we say, okay, we need another answer. So let's look somewhere else within the Torah. Where are we going to find for Keteris another way to uh, bring a keli in, right, to, to, to deal with it. And we find, I by Nassim, it said, kafachas 
Um, so we see by the Nesim that they had a calf full of Keteris. So we'll bring a calf now too. We'll put his Kefina in there. He'll go on with his, uh, with, with a Mahta in his right hand and the calf in his left hand and he'll bring them in. So we see that a calf is right. Okay? Fine. So not all some Mahta minutes the calf is small. So now, okay, so now, again, he does Kefina from the Mahta of Keteris, puts it into the into the spoon, the empty spoon he has. Now he has, he has a spoon full of Kateris. Then he goes and gets the Gacheles from the river Dravi. He's got the hot coals. He's got the spoon of Kateris. Okay. Puts the hot coals in his right hand and the kaf in his left hand. So, which the Gemara asks, Yitziva Ba'ara, right? The Iker is Ba'ara, the Giyore, Bishmei Shmaya, right? So the, uh, the host is on the ground and the Ger is Giyore, right? The Ger, right? The visitor, uh, the, like the misfit, is up high, meaning what we're saying is, really, what's the Iker Avodah here? The Keteris. So why is the Keteris in your left hand and the Machta in your right hand burning coals? It should be the other way around. So the Gemara says, Zumaruba v'zumuetes. You want to know why? Because Lamaisa, the Gacheles, are, is going to be more. Okay? Now, what does that mean? That we discussed how much Gacheles is there. There's three Kav on Gacheles, which is a large amount normal size hand is going to be a lot smaller than that. So we're going to bring in our right hand with what has more. Okay? Now, the Tesis Yishanam later is going to say, the Gemara is going to deal with this. We're going to discuss, can you have Halacha small when it comes to Dam, right? There's Shechita uh, Kabbalah, Halacha, to bring it, are you allowed to do it with your left hand? The Gemara is going to ultimately say you can't do it with your left hand. Okay? But, we're not going to address here Right, you are bringing the kateris. It's a halacha. This is an avoda that has to be done. So halacha is small. So Tosafot over there says later on. He says that there's no other option. Right. So the real question is, how can you do anything with your left hand? Every everything that a kain has to do would normally be with his right hand. Okay, it's, if it's part of the avoda. So here, this is a halacha. It's bringing towards the avoda. So he says that there's no other option. So alamai must be there is no other option. Where I went through the options, and therefore it must be that. Um, um, okay, uh, and, and therefore it must be, we, it must be that, that this is the way to do it. Okay, so even though it's with your left, this is the way, there's no, there's no other option, and therefore that's how, since this is the way the Avodah was designed, that's how you have to do it. Okay, so the Gemara says, so you'd see about Zumaru of Zumaratta. Now let's, sir, what would happen if you had a client who had super large hands? Still, Afilu Bizman Shishneim Shavim, Uchamaisit Rabbi Shmuel Ben Kimchis. Still, we would say loy plug. Now, the Bach takes out these next four words, zuchama v'zut tzaynenes. There are other Rishonim that don't take it out and say that it's going to be based on, so even if you want to say that Kayan has super large hands, so the Keteris is more than the coals, still the coals are hot, and therefore they require uh, more control, right? It's more, I guess, dangerous, and therefore you'd be with the right hand. That's if you're Gerasit. Rashi does, isn't Gerasit. Rashi says the Bach isn't Gerasit, and what we're saying is basically leave that out, and we're saying that even though you could have a situation where the Keteris could be larger than Gachalim, still, Afilu Kareb Yeshua Ben Kimchas, which we'll see in a second, we'll see the story that he had super, he was a super, super large guy, okay, super strong, super human. Um, so too, um, it would be like a light plug. Right, he was a four kav chafina guy. His hands held four kav. Like we said, the gachalos was only three three kav. So we're saying, even if you're like him, still you're going to follow every, what everybody else does. But Oimer, 
Okay, he, he used to say, or said about him, Ko'anashim zardu vizarat. That all women, when they were pregnant, took uh, nutrients, neonatal vitamins. Ima alalagag. My mother, she went through the roof. Okay, she took this to the next level. Amri, what does this mean, our son? That she had this special type of, of wheat, right? She had this special type of uh, porridge that was uh, very uh, nutritious. It's good for a chayla, right? So we see that it, it has uh, extra nutrients. That it was with the shechva zera. The Pasuk says, Right, one is with with an aleph, one is without an aleph. So we're trying to understand what is this word hamazreni. Amar David, what's going on over here? David, Amar David, Lefanei Kadosh Baruch Hu, Ben Shalom, Zerisani, Vizeraz Tani. Okay, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is a lashon of like like winnowed. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu like got rid of like when a person with the chaff. That when, when, when he wants to find like the perfect one, so he gets rid of like all the other non-perfect, let's say you're going for a piece of grain. So too that David is saying that when a Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, chose him, he kind of let the, the, the you know, uh, the, the uh, more inferior ones go away. So too what he was saying was about, his, about his mother was that her body was able to be the ideal Sheikh Vazera. Right, that the, the Sheikh Vazera that ended up coming through was like the strongest one and, and her body was a better primed um, to make that happen. Okay. So we have another story by Rishon Bashok. So he was talking to an Arvi Bashok. Okay. And from the Arvi, from the guy, came out some spittle. Al begadov honest clothing. So therefore, he couldn't do the avoda, right? Because now, uh, ostensibly, he was tamei. Okay, and his and therefore his mother was to see him one day that his brother took over for him because he was unable to do the avoda. Now, there's a bunch of questions over here that Marshar brings down. He says, I don't understand. First of all, when did this take place? If it took place erev yom kippur, so then. He could be higher of Shemesh and go in, right? Go to the mikvah. And then, he, and then if it took place on Yom Kippur, what is he doing out there talking to a guy in the Shuk? So he tries to answer this Yerushalmi that says that our, our, our Arvi isn't, um, isn't like, you know, just a random guy. He was the king, Melech Arav, this Yerushalmi. But then there's another Yerushalmi that says, that, no, it's not true. And he ends up saying that it was Erev, it was Erev Yantif. And, well, there, there's, there's a couple ways to answer it. Either it was Erev Yantif, but there was no time. That's a simple one, that they didn't have time to do Erev Shemesh by the time he got back. And it really was Erev Yom Kippur. Or um, there's another answer that if it says, the Gemara makes a point here to say that it wasn't that he was Tameh, it was Al Begadov, it says. His Begadim became Tameh. And these, these Begadim that he needed to do the Abayda, they have to be custom fit. And he didn't have, a, he didn't have proper Begadim to do the Abayda. And therefore, his brother, who had his own Begadim as a backup, ended up having to do it. Okay, Veshuv Amr Alava Rabbi Shmuel ben Kimchis. We have another story with Rabbi Shmuel ben Kimchis that. Um, Another story like this, Pamachas Yatsav Siper im Adoin Echad Beshuk, with another Adoin, okay, another, another guy. Benitzot Sinarimi Piv, again, spittle came out, Abagada, Benichnas, Yosef Echad Vishimish Tachta, Varasa, Iman, another story that his mother saw Shnekan with Albiyam Echad. Tonarabanan. Now, in fact, says the Gemara, Shiva Banamahayu La Lekimchis, that his mother, right, that was the, that was Rabbi Shmal, then Kimchis's 
a mother, right, Kimchas, uh, so she, she had seven children, all seven actually ended up being kind of Amrullah Kham. So the Kham said to her, Ma'asis, what did you do? She's a chis lakach, that uh, you were zaikh to have all of your children become kunagadullah. So Amrullah, she said to them, Yamalai Ra'u Kairis Basi Kile Sari, that they never saw the, the walls of my house didn't see the my braided hair. Right? She never exposed even, okay, wore a techol inside in her house. Amrullah. So they said to her, Harbe also came Well, yeah, a lot of people did that, and still, right? That was that wasn't so special, right? So the Chum said, uh, um, many did this, and they weren't zeichet to have their children become kuhuna gedela. Okay, now we're going to move on to we're going to talk about the process. So we talked about what's going on over here with the keteris is the chafina, the scooping. So that's a little similar. We're going to draw parallels to the kmitza process, right? So the kmitza is when you bring a mencha, you take a kmitza. Right, which is uh, three, we're going to say three finger, fi- fingers worth. You put that scoop in, scoop in, and put the three fingers uh, against your palm. Okay? Huh? Can we do that with mafresh challah also? I've never baked. Never. Never baked challah. <laughs> I didn't attend the challah bake. Um, <laughs> I think it's the same amount. Okay, sure. so that's a kmitza for a mincha. Okay, so you take, that's bekumtza. Turn around, bekumtza. So the Pasuk says, right, by when you take, uh, how much are you going to offer on the Mizbech, right? And the rest, so that goes on the Mizbech. The rest, the Shirayim, or Necholim, could be the, the burnt, whatever the situation is, but that is the amount that is the offering, okay? So, Tanarabana Bekumtsai, so that's a Kemitsa. Shaleyasem So what are we saying? That we shouldn't have a mold, we shouldn't have a measuring cup. There's not like an amount, a Mida, but rather it's, okay, it's Shaleyasem Mida, that you do it with your hands. Ibailu. What about for the chafina? Can we have, right, can we have like a mold of the coin's hands, a bust of the coin's hands, right? And, and we just pour it in there. Or do we actually need the coin to scoop from the pteris? We have to get the right amount. Ultimately, it's going to have to go into, uh, right, we'll, we'll see. Ultimately, it's going to have to go into his hands. The is going to come out at the end, the maskana, we're going to discuss that. So when he's going, he puts the gachelas down, right, and then he's got to, get from the, what we said was the spoon into his hand, okay? He's going to have to do the chafina then as well, and it's going to have to, he's going to put it on the terrace. So the question is, for the initial chafina to take it from the machta of Keteris that came from the base of Tinas, do, does he have to put it into his hands, or can we just put it into a mold, into a measuring cup that's the same size as his hands, and then from there pour it into the kaf? Is the chafina there or not? Is the chafina in the beginning process the chafina or that, that's essentially what we're saying. But we'll, we'll, let's, let's let the Gemara develop it. Right, but this point is, for whatever chafina, do I need his hands, wherever you're going to apply that, or can I use a measuring cup? We say that we need the kayans, the amount of the kayans' hands. So can I just use a measuring cup? So the Gemara, uh, so the Gemara says, So that's maybe only by the mincha it says you need a kemitza. It doesn't say bechafnav. It says meloy chafnav. Doesn't say bechaf, not like it says bekumtzai. So maybe, so ela maloi chafnav katera samim daka loy. So I don't, I, I'm, I don't have this restriction, and I'm able to use a measuring, uh, a measuring device. Idilma yalef maloi maloi kumtzai. Or are we can learn exayir shem maloi maloi and say the same din will apply uh, to chafina as applied to kmitza. Tashma, we have a raya of a kach hoisa midasa. So it says in the Mishnah, the Kach Hoysa Midasa, and this was its measurement. My love, 
that we would say that what does it mean that you could use if you want to use a measure he takes out acheres right okay he's, that, that Bach is taking out acheres so that you can just use a measuring cup and that's what was that was its measurement that's what the Pasuk says right uh, that's what I'm sorry that's what the Mishnah says so it sounds like you could use a measuring cup. So the Gemara says, So we're saying that was its measurement. Meaning, what we're saying is that whatever he took initially from the machta that had Keteris, that he put into the kaf, that was the measurement that he would later, later put back into his hands. Okay? So the Gemara says, Oh, one second. Now you're weighing in. That's going to be, we're going to discuss that later. Do you do two chafinas? Or do you just need one? Okay, do, do you have to do a second chafina? One to get the kateris, put it into the kaf, and then do a chafina when you're finding the lifnaibalifnim, to actually do the avada? Or do you just do one chafina? So the Gemara says, right now you're weighing in. So the Gemara says, Dilma Shem mi da oisa. Okay, so what we're saying is, it could be that if you want to. So what are we saying, midasi? What, what, what are we saying, v'kachos um, midasi? That it could mean one of, it could come to tell me one of two things. Number one, it could tell me, it could actually answer that shaila of chayfen v'chayzer v'chayfen. And then we are taking sides and saying, yes, you do need to have the exact same measurement, and that's v'kachos midasa. Or it could be telling me that you could use a measuring cup. But either way, what are we saying? That yes, this is a reboy that will answer one of those two, but I don't know which one. So we, we can't say definitively that you could use a measuring cup from the Kachais and Midasa because maybe it's coming to tell me that, that you, have, you are Chaifen V'chaiser V'chaifen. And over there, when we talk about Chaifen V'chaiser V'chaifen, we can say that no, it's no Raya because maybe it's telling me a measuring cup. But it definitely will, will um, right? It'll definitely answer one of the two, but we don't know which one. Inami, or you can tell me it was V'kachais Midasa, that it's uh, more simply, Shaliyachsar V'layoyser. Okay, that it's not measuring, it's, it's not dealing with the measuring cup aspect, the container. It's just telling you that it can't be more or less than his handfuls. That's what the Ashir Chafina is. Tana Rabbana. So now let's discuss the, how do you do the Kmitza? Meloi Kumtzai, Yachol Mivayratz. I might think it's overflowing. Okay, what we're saying is that if I go ahead and I take my kmitza, let's say I go into, you know, flour or whatever, so I go in and I take it. Well, let's not talk about flour because going to the Rosh is going to learn it. So there's different, there's minchas that's flour and then there's minchas that were already baked and fried and there's, there's machavas, marcheshes, there's a bunch of different types of minchas. But on those, right, what they would do is after they would bake it or fry it, they would put it back into pieces Okay, so those were not going to be as, let's say, finely ground as a flour. So when you talk about flour, so you scoop, so there's nothing overflowing. Like whatever's in the three fingers against your palm is in the three fingers against your palm. But if, let's say, you had one that had larger pieces because you essentially crumbled up a piece of, uh, you know, bread or cake or whatever it was. So then when you scoop, it's going to be overflowing. So the Gemara says, Yachol mevayrats, my kemitza should be overflowing. Talmud bekumtsai. It's got to be minimalist. It's got to be the small, this right? Bekaimitz. It's got to be that amount. Okay, so if all you need is a kaimitz's fingertip amount, so I take the full three fingers, maybe I could just take three fingers, right? And go like that, take a pinch, right? Like a chef, take a pinch. I take a pinch of the kaimitz, and that's what I put on the mezbah. So 
It says Milai Komsai, full fingers. Okay. Kedekamsi Inchi. So how do you actually do it? I'll, you scoop your three fingers. Okay. I'll piece a yadai. Scoop it, put it in. I'll pass you out against your palm. Okay. The kaimitz. Okay. And that is, that's the kaimitz. And now, like we explained, so if it's crumbly and it could have parts sticking out, what you do is, um, you smooth it out with your, with your thumb, melmala, with your pinky on the bottom. Okay, so to make sure that you have no hanging pieces on the top or bottom, you kind of use your two fingers there to smooth it out. Okay, and now you've got an exact kamitsa. This is the most difficult avayda in the mikdash. The Gemara says, Zuhi v'sulai. Really? This is the most difficult? What about Malika? What about the Chafina, which we're going to discuss, getting it from the Kaf into your hands on Yom Kippur? Okay, so he says, no, we're selling El Zui, never this cautious and Mikdash. We're not coming in to say that it's more difficult than that or that, but this is in the category of, you know, red, red yellow, green. This is, this is in the red category. These are the difficult ones. What about the in-between? Okay, so we discussed that for the thumb on the top and the pinky on the bottom, that you can kind of clear away anything left. What about the parts that are inside, in between your fingers? In between your fingers. Okay, what are you going to do about that? So the ones that are on the inside, against your fingers on the inside, right, there's like essentially three parts to in between. There's like the part, invisible part, there's the inner part, and then there's the outer part. So the inner part, that's inside. Okay, so that's going to be part of your kmitzah. Dibra, if it's on the outside, in between your fingers. So then it's not part of the kmitzah. Whatever's not part of the kmitzah is, is considered shirayim. So that's for sure, if it's on the outside, it's for sure going to be shirayim. Kiti bayalach, what's the shayla? The baini baini, the ones that are mamish in between. Okay, my. I'm Rabbi Yechanan, Hadar Pashtak, Rabbi Yeshua ben Uzzah. So uh, Rabbi Yeshua ben Uzzah later answered it, and he said, Beina benayim suffik ninhu. It's a suffik, okay, that we're not, we're not going to have a clear answer. Hechi it. okay, fine. I'm not even going to bother to bring Rias, it's a suffik, there's no way to deal with this, okay, and therefore it's just one of those things. Now, Taisus, according to this first answer, explains that what does it mean suffik? It's like there's certain things that are inherently always going to be a suffik, like Beina Shmashas. Like, there's different shitas and whatever, right? But bein is a zman suffix. That's what it is. So you're saying, like, this is in that same category. This is in the suffix category. This is not going to be answered. So, okay, so if it's a suffix, what do you do? Hechi it. So what lemaisa practically do they do? So I'm Rebbe Hanina, maktir chaymetz l'chudei, t'chila. So what you do is you take the chaymetz, and then after, right, you maktir that on the mizbeach, okay? And then afterwards, you open your fingers, and whatever was in between the fingers, you then... Then you're mocked to the Bena Benayim as well. Why? Because if you say, go ahead and let's burn the Bena Benayim first, so maybe they really aren't part of the Kaimitz and they're Shirayim. Now, what happens is you have a problem. And what happens is that in between the Kmitzah and the Haktara, you're now missing part of your Shirayim. Right, in order to bring the kmitzah, you need, the kmitzah is a percentage of the total, but you need the whole total. But if you go ahead and you burn the Bein of Benayim first, 
Now you don't have all, you don't have your full total. You're missing a little bit of your shirayim. Well, if so, you'd never be able to bring the kaimets. If we would go ahead and bring the bene benayim, what's in between your fingers first, then in order to bring your kaimets, you have to have all of the shirayim. If the, what's in between the fingers is partially shirayim, then you're missing part of your shirayim, since we don't know what it is. So, ihachi, okay, so how does it help? So the Gemara says, okay, frek the Gemara, how does it help to go ahead and burn your kamitsa first and then bene benayim? Still, we have a problem. There is a specific din, whatever is um, supposed to go for the fire, sorry, the shirayim, whatever is left over shirayim, you are not allowed to burn shirayim. So on the side, on the side that it is shirayim, it doesn't help to go ahead and burn the kamitsa and then burn the bein benayim because if it's shirayim, you're not allowed to burn them. So what are you supposed to do? Right? We have no answer. You're not, you're not allowed to burn the kamitsa. Once you burn the kamitsa, you're done. The shirayim after whatever else happened, you're not allowed to bring them on the mizbeach. So how could you bring the bein benayim on the mizbeach? You're not allowed to. So the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, unique solution over here. We try. Okay, so you don't bring it as a kamitza, you don't bring it as a mincha, but we have this concept, and we see this by Karbanus as well, that when you're in a matzah of suffolk, then something has to get burned, so you're not sure, when you're in a matzah of suffolk, could be suffolk, or whatever, so certain stakas, so when it comes to Karbanus, that you could be what's called makter at l'shem eitzim, that it's no worse than a log of wood, so you put it on the mizbeach, and it's, it's, we're not bringing it as a carbon, and we're not bringing this to be makter shirayim, it's bal taktir, we're not bringing it to do haktara, but lemaisa, we're getting it onto the mizbeach, and it's burning l'shem eitzim, as wood. Krebi Lazar. Like Krebi Lazar, in the time of Krebi Lazar, Eimer l'reach nichaech iatamala, okay, that, um, these are, Eivrei uh, chatos, okay, that got mixed up, that's the case, Eivrei chatos that got mixed up with Eivrei oila, Okay, so the problem is the chatas, right? What's the deal? The chatas part of it has to be eaten. The oila is kul Hashem. So what do you do? So Rabbi Lazar says, you know what you do? You put them all on the mezbeach. You're right. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to put the basar that has to be eaten of the chatas. Okay, so we have an eitzim. You can put it up and it's l'shem eitzim. Therefore, you can go ahead and put it all on the mezbeach. So too, with the beina beinayim, Right? Since we don't know if it is part of the Kamitsa or it's part of the Shirayim, the Shirayim you're not allowed to burn, just like the Basar Chatos Loreach Nichayach Iyatamala. So, too, you can go ahead and put on the Mizbech and just have in mind Lashem Eitzim. So the Gemara says, Honey, that's one sheet. What are you going to do? Lamai, so you have a suffix and you can't do it Lashem Eitzim. So you can't bring it up, but you can't burn on the Mizbech Lashem Eitzim. So Amar Ramari. So you know, you know our inventive solution over here? Dekamsi Shmeini. We get the uh, fat kayanam gedolim to do the kmitzah, where they're in between their fingers is airtight, and you can't get any particles, right? They've got they got excess. There's no knuck, you know, there's no bony knuckles there, and uh, you've got excess. And this is a unique solution to make sure you don't end up with any beinah beinayim. So we'd say the chachila. You don't want to know how you deal with the suffix? You avoid it, okay? You avoid it by making sure that you only have people doing this um, who. Uh, would would be able to uh, create tight spaces. Okay. Okay, so I have a series of shilas that's going to stretch uh, well into tomorrow. So, 
So what do I do? Okay, so you talked about the kavitza. Now what do I do? Lamaisa, the kain gadol is going in, right? He fills his hands. He he, he goes. He fills his hands with the um, uh, you know with the stuff from the machta. Okay, so now am I going to be machtir the bene benai? What's the shaila? My kamibaya. What's the shaila? E gamar meloy meloy mehalsam hainu hach. If you're going to learn meloy meloy, like we said, we try to compare chafina. So we'll just make it dependent on that. If you compare Khafina to Kamitsa, whatever the answer is there, whatever, by Kamitsa, by Kamitsa it's a suffix. So to here it would be a suffix. Okay? So that would be Hainu Hach. So we would have to get like a fat always. So yeah, I, I don't know what we do. I, I, I couldn't find, there was, that question did occur, it popped into my head and I couldn't find an answer. So I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find an answer to that. Like, what well, my... Do we say in this Kamar that there are multiple Kohen like well, no, there was one Kohen Gadol. Then if, if something happened to him, then somebody else would serve. But there was one guy. His shirt was dirty. Tame, he didn't have a gun. Again, well, that was the way we explained right. that. That right. might, he was Tame. However, he was Tame there yeah, if it was yeah, a shirt yeah, dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Rapapa Hacha Bayale. So this was the Shiloh. Maloy Chafna Behevi Ba'inan. So what was he really asking? He was saying like this. Do you need, when we say, the Pasuk says Behevi, that in order to bring Behevi Beisakatar, he said he brings Maloy Chafna. So he has to do a haval. He has to do a conscious bringing in. Okay? So do we say, we don't care, he brought it in, we don't care how it got in? Or, it needs to be a velakach hakayin malaya machta v'gach leish. Does he have to actually bring it in and does he need a conscious bringing in? So is it behavi anyway it gets in, as long as it gets in? Or do we need a velakach? Do we need a lekicha? Right now, the part that's beta benayim He's not, he's carrying, right? He's going to carry in the part that'll go into his hand. The part that comes in on his fingers, let's just say, okay, the part that comes in on his fingers, so that's not considered, um, that's not considered a velakach behavi. So, um, so the Gemara says teko, okay? So we don't answer, okay? They don't, they don't answer. Now, the, which is Valaka, Rashi says, that it went there on its own. It wasn't part of his lakicha, right? They just go there and mamela, they just happen to be there. It's not a conscious, okay? And therefore the question is, am I going to burn that or not? Okay? Amar Rapapa, Pshitali. Okay, now we're just going to discuss again process. Okay, how do you do Malay Kumtsai? So we said, you put your three fingers, you sweep them into the bowl of whatever the stuff is, and against the palm of your hand, and that's how you do Kmitsa. So, what happens if you grab with your fingers? Okay, so, and Tysus points out, we already said you can't grab like a pinch like a chef, right? We said that you can't do that. So here Tysus explains that no, what we're saying is you're going to end up with the same amount, but just your way of going in is to just grab it like that. So you grab it instead of putting your fingers in like, putting your, sweeping your fingers in and bringing it up against the palm of your hand, right? Instead of doing that, but rather you go ahead and you go, you just grab it with the fingers and then put it into that space. Okay? That's a rush answer. It's a mahu. Milamata lamala mahu. Okay, what happens if I so the, the proper way to do it is to go like that. 
What happens if I do it the other way? What happens if I shovel in? That's the Lamala Lamata. I shovel it in. So I put my hand in the bowl, dive in, shovel it in like a shovel, and then do it that way. So I'm just doing it a different way. Minat stadim mahu, which Rashi uh, seems to learn that what happens if I do it, minat stadim, not side, but rather backhand. So what I do is I take my, my hand and I put it and just press down into the bowl and then the particles fall in. So I put my weight on it, particles fall in, and then I close my three fingers on top of that. So that's for Kamitsa. Teiku, no answer. Amara, Papa, Pshitali, Malay, Chafnav. So again, same, same Shiloh as when it comes to Chafina. Malay, Chafnav, Kitachafni, Inchi. Okay, so what would be the normal way to do Chafina? Like that. Okay, you cup your hands and then put it into the bowl. Okay, so Chafan, Beroishetz, Baisav. What happens again if he does a Beroishetz, Baisav? Okay, um, that he uh, uh, grabs it with his fingers, okay, and then ends up with a full palm. Okay, so he does it some other strange way. Mahu, milamata, milamala, again, instead of, instead of coming in, right, instead of scooping, right, instead of scooping like that, he goes ahead and he puts his two hands together and he shovels in, okay? Or the third one is milamata, mahu, right, minatsad, again, minatsad, we said was backhand, okay, what, again, same Shila, if he goes ahead and just takes his two palms together and then just presses them down into the machta of chafina and it fills up on its own. Um, is that okay? Bazu bazu. What happens if you just do, you scoop one, scoop two, and then bring them together? Bazu bazu. The carbon zu etzel zu, mahu. So he, he, blibes, he says teiko again. The Gemara says teiko. We don't answer that. Okay, we'll stop here and then we'll continue tomorrow with um, more shilas on this. To review... Pardon? Well, we're talking about now this kmitsa that has to be done with the fat kayan. That's the kayan The That is, well, we weren't, we were saying kmitsa is just with any regular kayan. We didn't really address how we were going to do it for Khafina. We just, we didn't address it. In other words, when it, when it applies to the kayan Right, we didn't address when it applies to Kingoro. So I was going to say, so if the Kingoro goes on a bad diet. Yeah, I, I couldn't find a, a, an answer to how we would deal with it for the Kingoro. Kingoro is always going to be fat, though, because he's always eating like. Right, all the Kingoro. Right? It wasn't so strange. They're being the, eating meat all day. Yeah, they're eating meat all day. They're eating a lot of meat all day. Remember, in those days, they didn't have the stigma, right? Being fat was, uh, was, was a sign of wealth, a sign of Ashiras, the healthy. Okay. Um, Daf, okay, so Daf Benzayim. So we said that Hatsiu like Kaf, they brought out a spoon from the Lishka Sakelem and then the Machta, which we said was not the same Machta of the Cholm, but rather it was a Machta full of Keteris from the base of Tinas. Chafam, Chafnav, that is, he cupped it and he put it into the Kaf. Okay, we said um, you don't bring, um, you, you don't do the Chafina uh, first. You don't bring the Chafina and then the Machta Sakelem or Cholm actually would be first because you can't have two Havois. Okay, and therefore we said also to bring the chafina with the machta on top and take it off with your teeth is not lefi kvad hamakam, and therefore you can't do that. So therefore you have to go like we had by the nasiim that they used a kaf. Okay, then you say what, what, what do you do? So you, yeah, now you have the kaf, you have the spoon with the kateris. You keep the spoon on your left and the machta with your um, uh, on your right. Why is it on your right? Because it's maruba. And we said, even if it isn't Maruba, you have a super large coin, like Rishmob and Kimchis, still Loi Plug was the way we learned it with, with the Bach's uh, edit. 
Okay, and then we discussed why Rishmon Ben Kimchas um, uh, was able to be so large. Okay, that either uh, either either his mother ate um, you know super nutri- nutritious food, or her body was able to be cut at the Shechazara to get the best possible product. Okay, and um, we t- we saw two stories where. Um, he became tummy, and his brothers ended up serving, and his mother was able to see. And on one Yom Kippur, uh, two of her sons were able to uh, serve as a kuna gudela, and um, and all seven of her children actually ended up serving. We said why? Because her. Um, I, I neglected. I, meant, I wanted to mention a Rashi. Rashi points out this is why um, why the mother right because she cut her hair covered or, or braided hair was covered. We said Yomalei Rois Karis Basi. Okay, and that Rashi brings out in Yerushalmi here, Kol Kfuda Basmenach Pnima. We said, with the Pasuk says, Kol Kfuda Basmenach Pnima, Mishpitzai Zav Levusha. So we connect that the Tznias of a woman to the Mishpitzai Zav, which is the Kain Gadol, right? So that's why she was able to see the seven Kain Gadolim, her children serve as Kain Gadolim um, as a schar for that. Okay, and then we discussed the idea of Kmitza. We said that you can't have a Kli for Kaimitz. Okay, so we wanted to know when, the, when it said Malay Chafnav by Kain Gadol, is it the same deal, right? Do we say, is it the same deal? Or do we learn, right, do we learn Xer Shava from there? Or do we say it says Malay Kumsa, it doesn't say Be, it says, I'm sorry, it says Malay Chafnav, it doesn't say Be Chafnav. And therefore, maybe the Kain Gadol can use a, we can use a Kli for the Chafina. So to get the right amount, we don't necessarily need him to scoop with his hands initially to put into the spoon or whatever, that he can uh, use a measuring device. So we tried to learn from the Mishnah, it says, V'kachalis midasa. Okay, and we tried to be deichig that, V'kachalis it sounded like it could be a measuring device. We said, no, that maybe it's telling you that the, the chafini you do originally has to be the same measurements as the chafini you do later. And the Mara says, well, then you're, measure, you're, you're getting involved in that. That's going to be a, a shaila later. So the Mara says, you're right. It, it'll come to answer one of these two, but we don't know which one. Okay, that's what Midasa means. And, or we had another answer which said that, no, the Midasa on the mission is telling you that you can't have more or less. Lamaisa, whatever you, by the time you're done with the Khafina, whether it's one or two, okay, that you can't have more or less than his uh, handfuls. Okay. Um, and uh, we said, Malay Kumtsa, we said, and then we discussed the process of Kimitsa, that it's three, uh, three fingers, okay, that, and we said it shouldn't be overflowing, so you use your top finger and your bottom finger. Okay, and we said, what about Bena Binayim? Okay, so we said, of course, Shalkavoi, uh, the parts that are inside are going to be Kaidesh, going to be part of the carbon, and the part that's outside is going to be part of the Shirayim. What about the parts that are truly in the, mi- in the middle? And we said, to avoid the Machlekes, we said, there is an Eitz according to Belazar that we can do it, and Lisham Eitz him like the Avery Chatas that got mixed up with Avery Oila, or the carbon Chatas that got mixed up with Oila, right? So there's, there's possible, there's a way to deal with it. Um, uh, but that's only according to Rabbanon, he would argue and say no. So therefore, according to everybody, use a fat kayin, and therefore you won't have any. Okay, we said, what about the Bene Benayim Malay Chafnav? Okay, do we learn it from, um, uh, right? So we said, do we learn from uh, uh, kaymates? Okay, and therefore uh, it would be a suffix. Okay, so we wanted to know, do you burn it um, do you burn what you bring in or not, Lamaisa? We said take it, we don't know. Um, Rapapa wanted, we, we just discussed, so we discussed what's the proper way for Kamitsa. You swipe down with your three fingers. We said, what happens if you did it some other way? Okay, meaning with your, your fingertips, you grabbed it, okay, or um, you shoveled in, or you backhanded in, 
Okay, same three shilas by Chafina, with the fourth one of saying what happens by Chafina if you scooped one hand of, one full hand of each and brought them together. Okay, and...